This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1302 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by a very special group of horse crazy people, our auditors. Horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is another installment of What to Wear Equine Edition. Last time we talked about fly sheets, that was episode 1301, if you want to go back and listen, and this time it's all about scrim sheets and anti sweat sheets. And I'm so happy to welcome back to the Horse Tip Daily Show Maddie from Weatherbeta. And this time out, we've, we're doing a little series here on blankets and sheets and horse clothing for your horse. Um, and we're kind of dividing it up seasonally. Last time we did fly sheets for fly protection. And this time we're doing scrims and anti-sweat sheets, which can get a little confusing because their names are sometimes a little ambiguous. So, Maddie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be back again today. We had so much fun last time. First up, I want you to um, kind of define what an anti-sweat sheet is and what a scrim sheet are, what their jobs are. Absolutely. Um, So from a product standpoint, we divide them kind of into the two different categories. An anti-sweat is mainly going to be focused around its wicking properties. So think of it as something you're going to put on your horse after a bath, a really hard workout, when the weather might be a little bit questionable. It's not going to be quite warm enough to maybe leave them naked afterwards. You want to have them cool and dry a little bit faster. Whereas a scrim sheet is going to be less technical in its properties. It's designed a little bit more to kind of keep the horse clean, keep the horse presentable, something you might put on for trailering, put on for a show, but less of a technical material in that aspect. So an anti-sweat is a bath towel. Exactly. And a scrim is more like a dust cover. It is. A little bit more of a robe you'd put on. I'm getting it now. Okay. So let's start out. We'll do anti-sweat first. We're going to do this alphabetically. So an anti-sweat sheet, what are some properties uh, when someone goes out to purchase one for their horse or, or put one on their horse? What are the properties that you're looking for in that particular piece of horse clothing? So you want something that's really going to pull the moisture away from the horse's body. So it's designed to help the horse cool and help them cool quickly without allowing them to overheat. So you think about you, you give your horse a bath and it's 80 or 90 degrees out in the summer. You might need it to dry pretty quickly if you're at a show or a clinic. But on top of that, you want to ensure that they're not overheating during that process. So it's something that's going to really draw the moisture away from their body and disperse it through the material itself. When people think of an anti-sweat, the first thing that comes to mind for most people is an Irish knit material. So something that has a little bit of more of a holy texture to it, that has a little bit more breathable properties. Our most popular model is actually our waffle cooler. So it has, it's a little bit thicker in some areas, a little bit thinner, a little bit more of a knit background to it. Um, So it's going to very much draw the moisture out, keep your horse nice and cool while it's wearing it at the same time. Okay, so the anti-sweat, whether it's an old-fashioned 
um, Irish knit, which is what back in the day we used to call them holy rugs because they were literally more exactly. holes than blanket. It was <laughs> it was very much a mesh, but they it was made are. out of it was made out of knit cotton, so it was very flexible. Um, or if it's going to be a more modern waffle weave, the whole point is that it is a loose weave cotton like material that quickly absorbs moisture, but because of its properties, that moisture is again allowed to saturate the material and then evaporate. It doesn't, is that, am I getting where it's supposed to be? Exactly. Okay. Yes, exactly. One thing to keep in mind with those, if you think, again, thinking back to those Irish knits that a lot of people are familiar with, the weight of these is sometimes much heavier than you would expect. So it has less to do with the physical weight of the blanket and more to do with the technical aspect of what the blanket achieves. So the waffle cooler is a fairly substantial cooler, but because of the way the material is designed, it's not going to keep the horse from, it's not going to allow the horse to get too warm underneath. Got it. Okay. So you're not trying to hold in warmth or body warmth. You're just trying to suck the moisture right off of his body. Exactly. These do have some doubling properties. So it's something that in the early spring or the early fall, it is going to keep the horse from being too cold at the same time because it's allowing the horse to dry in the process. So although in the summer it has the bonus of not letting the horse overheat, in the winter, because it's pulling the moisture out of the horse, it's similar to like a wool or even what a fleece can do in that the horse itself is going to maintain the consistent body temperature. Okay, so that's anti-sweats. Now we're going to move down the alphabet to scrim sheets. What kind of properties are we looking for in a scrim? So we have a couple of different things that we look at with our scrim sheets specifically. Most of our very basic models, so our just traditional weather beta scrim, is going to be something that's going to have more of a mesh or a netting-like look and feel to it. So this is going to be something that you're going to put on your horse. If you're going to a show, you want them to stay clean in the trailer. You don't want to get that little film of dust that we sometimes see when they come out. Maybe you're waiting for classes at a show. Just something to throw over your horse to keep them clean, but it's going to be incredibly breathable, incredibly lightweight at the same time. So the aspect of that is more of the functionality in cleanliness than as much in the cooling properties. It will still allow the horse to cool, but it won't necessarily draw the moisture out the same way that a waffle cooler would. Aha. So we're looking at something that's going to discourage dust sticking all over him. Exactly. And the material that is made out of the actual fabric, even though it, it looks to me kind of like a fishnet, um, as a matter of fact, if I remember right, back in the day when they first came out, some people called them fishnets. Uh, the, and the, they do look very much like that. And the material isn't, it's not all cottony feeling, so it doesn't have quite the same absorbency for moisture that a anti-sweat would. Exactly. It has a little bit more to do with the airflow properties. Uh-huh. So because of the way the mesh is going to be, there can be an airflow underneath as well as over the top. So kind of an increased surface area to assist with cooling, Got it. but not drawing that moisture out the same way that an anti-sweat sheet that would. makes perfect sense. We do have some crossover models, though. I want to get to that in just a second because I'm, I'm excited. Oh, excellent. I'm jumping well, ahead of myself here. Yeah. For a scrim sheet, so what we're really doing is we're creating a fabric and a weave that will maximize 
our ability to keep the horse covered and dust-free and a little bit sun-free without compromising his ability to let his skin breathe and keep airflow so he doesn't overheat. So it's kind of a, it's a, it's a little bit of a um, compromise in the middle. It's too warm. You don't want to put a proper cotton sheet on there. He'll get stuffy, but he doesn't need anti-sweat because he's not damp. So you put a scrim on. Exactly. Okay. One more question about scrims and anti-sweats. Uh, do they come with, what kind of chest closures are we looking for? What kind of surcingles, leg straps, and are they appropriate for turning your horse out in? Absolutely. So from a closure perspective, this is a pretty lightweight fabric we're talking about for the scrim. It's usually, like you said, a mesh, almost a netting look to it. So you're not going to want something on the horse that's going to pull that material down and compromise the fit. So for those, we're looking at kind of a single buckle closure in the front, single surcingles, or tail cords in the back. Anything that's going to be lighter in weight, so it doesn't change the way the blanket is laying on the horse naturally. If we're looking at more with the waffle coolers, you're going to be looking at a little bit of a heavier material to begin with. So in that sense, we're going to have a little bit of a heavier duty buckle because it's not going to change the fit of the blanket. So for our waffle coolers, you're going to see the double closure in front just for a little more securability to it. And then, of course, the twin sir singles underneath. We do still have just the tail cord on this. The one thing to keep in mind with this type of a blanket or a sheet is it's designed for a specific purpose, not necessarily for long-term use. So going back to your question about whether or not it's something you can turn the horse out in, these are all secure enough that you could leave them on the horse unsupervised. It's not necessarily something you're going to want to put your horse out in the pasture with. Now, that's less from a safety standpoint and more from a functionality standpoint. If you give your horse a bath or your horse is really sweaty after a workout, that's when you're going to throw your anti-sweat on the horse's back. But in that situation, you wouldn't necessarily want them to be in a pasture anyway, because they're still in the process (laughs) of cooling down. So ideally, it's even though it's safe to turn them out in something like this, it doesn't necessarily serve the function that you're working towards. Right. And when he goes out and rolls in the sticks and the stones and the garbage and plays hard with his friends, those materials which are designed to help keep him cool at a horse show or help absorb moisture when he's damp are not designed to put up with that kind of rough play. So you're liable to compromise your uh, the, the lifespan of your newly purchased and wonderful-looking scrim or anti-sweat. Although, I will say personally, I'm not saying that anybody else recommends it, but I do use my anti-sweat sheets, my cotton ones, as a layering item underneath of a light sheet or light blanket if the weather gets a little chilly. So I do do that sometimes, but it's also protected from direct contact with uh, the bumps and bruises of soil. Yeah, so that's actually a very good point. A lot of people, when they're layering, they make the mistake of using like a stable blanket or a cotton or a nylon sheet. If you're going to be layering under a turnout blanket, you keep in mind that the turnout blanket is designed to have those specific breathability properties to it. So putting a stable blanket or something underneath can actually very much compromise the functionality of the turnout. (gasps) However, because you have the waffle coolers and regular coolers and even in some cases the heavier duty scrims, those are designed first and foremost for their breathability, not allowing the horse to overheat. 
So if you're doing any layering, these are the types of things that you're going to want to use for the layering properties. Look at that. I struck on something. Woohoo! You did. Well, stay tuned for future tips on more about breathability and insulation when it comes to turnout blankets, because as I said, we're doing these things seasonally. Now, to, to uh, wrap up this conversation, just like most things in the horse world, uh, a lot of times we're finding hybrids. And Weatherbeta in particular has developed a hybrid, which I do have some experience with, called a wick dry cooler. And explain to me what... Uh, what your goal was with this particular product and what it's doing for us. Oh, absolutely. So the wick dry, I'm very glad you brought it up because it is one of my favorite products. It's the type of product that when you see it on the shelf, there's not always a full understanding of the functionality to it, but it's an incredibly versatile piece. So just for our listeners who aren't familiar with the model, the wick dry from the outside looks very similar to a standard scrim sheet. So it's going to have a full netting throughout the body cut in the normal shape of a blanket. However, on the interior, there is a special material that goes from about halfway up the barrel on one side over the back to the other side. It's a very fine, almost fleece-like material. I say fleece-like because although it has the properties of polar fleece, it's much thinner and it has a brushed finish to it. It's very, very so soft. So it's going to feel... Think kitten. Yes, very soft. <laughs> <laughs> very soft and very thin as well. So this is going to be our ideal example of a hybrid. So while the mesh is going to keep your horse nice and cool, it's going to have that additional surface area to allow for airflow. That very thin layer of mesh on the underside is going to bring the moisture away from your horse's body allow it to cool while the horse is wearing it. And because you have the mesh on top of the fleece, it's going to help the fleece dry even faster because of that additional surface area for cooling. Well, there you go. So if you don't want to have two separate items of clothing for your horse, an anti-sweat and a scrim, uh, the the, uh, the marketplace has demanded, and Weatherbeta came up with, a hybrid that will do two jobs at once. So folks who have more curious questions about what horse clothing they need and what it can do for them and their horse. Where can they find more about Weatherbeater products? We have our Weatherbeater website, which we encourage everybody to visit. So it's just weatherbeater.com. We have links on there to customer service help for any questions you have on products. And then we also have lists of stockists of where you can find your nearest retailer to pick up any of these fantastic items. Awesome. Thank you very much, Maddie. And we'll be visiting again soon with our next seasonal category of horse clothing. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. And this podcast, once again, was made possible through the generous support of our auditors, their listeners like you are. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks by going to horseradionetwork.com and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>